we have six children, my wife and I, and uh, with all of those different kids and their different love languages, I know at least one or two of them have a love language of quality time. In fact, I spent some time with her uh, last summer, and it just wasn't enough. It was sort of like, okay, we're done. I've got to leave. Oh, could we do one more thing? Yes, I will. I'm John Fuller, along with our Vice President of Parenting here at the ministry, Dr. Danny Huerta. And let's hear from Dr. Gary Chapman, who wrote about the love languages in a terrific little resource, The Five Love Languages of Children. Uh, He spoke with Jim Daly and his wife, Jean, about uh, the love languages. Last time, we covered words of affirmation. Today, he talks about quality time. Gary, let me pick up from last time. We covered the first two love languages, physical touch and words of affirmation. The next three, uh, let's just start with quality time. What does that communicate to a child? And again, I think this is one where I can fumble a bit. So you can chastise me. <laughs> it's both quality of us. time. So talk to both of us on this. A lot of dads probably struggle yeah. here. Yeah, quality time is giving the child your undivided attention. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, in today's <laughs> world, we are multitaskers, you know. So, okay, your kid's talking to you, and you're on your computer, or you're reading a magazine, and you're listening, but you, they don't have your full attention, and that's not quality time. And so the child feels like something on his computer is more important than I am. Or if you're talking to a child and having a conversation and your phone rings and you answer your phone, again, to that child it says somebody out there is more important than I am. Now, I understand some people have to be on duty, you know, medical doctors and all. So you just say to the child, honey, this is an emergency, but stay right here. I want to finish our conversation. Mm. You know, but you let them know that they have your full attention. That's at the heart of quality time. Now, you know, I kind of threw dads on the on the fire there. But, Gene, let me ask you, too, as a busy mom, and, you know, some moms are working outside the home. They're certainly working inside the home. And you're spent and yet, you know, your kids need quality time. How does that resonate for you as a busy mom? Mm. Yes. Well, let's face it. There are not enough hours in a day when you have children in the home to get everything done. So we have to prioritize our time. And I found, you know, you just have to come up with creative ways. And, and that's why... Broadcasts like this and Dr. Chapman's book, we have all these helpful resources to find creative ways to spend time with your kids. I can remember uh, when Trent was young, he loved playing talkie toys and the action heroes (laughs) would interact with each other. And I really, one day I watched the (laughs) clock. I I, I would have said I was spending 20 minutes with him every time I did that. And I watched the clock one day. One time it was three minutes, but it was enough. It felt like 20. It felt like 20, (laughs) but it was, it was enough. But I think also finding, finding ways to do things that you want to do Uh, As well, with their child maybe spending time reading a bedtime story together or 
rubbing their back at night. Now, I was thinking that spending time in the car counted as quality time, Dr. Chapman. Am I, am I mistaken about you, you that? You are the report card queen. So does she get an A or an F uh, It all depends on what you do in the car. <laughs> if they're on their screen and you're driving the car, it's not quality time. But if there's conversation going on, right. it's quality time. Well, That's, and and you've mentioned, and uh, with that time in the car with your children, not asking questions that can be answered with a yes or no, so open-ended questions, or questions that can be answered with fine. But I did use that time in the car to to try to draw out uh, some conversation and get into the world a little bit. Yeah. Elaborate on that and define that. Yeah, I think conversation is important. Now, that's only one what I call dialect because, it, as you say, it could be playing a game with them together, mm-hmm. but they still have your full attention. But uh, I remember, for example, that the child brings home a uh, a piece of art that they did at school. And the parent says, oh, that's nice. That's beautiful. You did a good job with that. No conversation. That's a monologue. That's affirming words. That was fine. But that's not quality time. But if after saying that, the mom says to that child, what were you thinking about when you drew that? Mm. And so I was thinking when we were down at grandmother's house and remember we had a picnic outside under the oak tree and this was the dog. Remember, he ate my hot dog and I didn't like him, (laughs) but I like him now. And now, you know, now you're having conversation. And what did you feel like, you know, when you were writing that? So it's not just giving affirming words. This is where uh, words of affirmation and quality time differ quality time. And it doesn't have to be a long time. You mentioned it could be a brief time. Uh, For example, a mother's fixing uh, potato salad. And the five-year-old says, Mommy, can we play? Can we play, Mommy? And she says, Honey, I've got to finish the potato salad. And in two minutes, they're back. Can we play now, Mommy? Can we play now? And this goes on two or three times. That child's language is quality time. They're begging you for it. Right. So if you know that, why not give them five minutes before you start the potato salad? And for five minutes of quality time with them, and then you say, now, honey, mommy's got to go make the potato salad for supper. So you, yeah. I've got a better idea. Go to Costco. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, and I... And buy the potato salad? (laughs) I have a question. What what do you think about bringing the child into helping make the potato salad? Yeah, that's an act of service. Oh, interesting. Oh, teaching them how to do something. Right. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's good. That that's... could cost more time. <laughs> oh, it will. Oh. It will. And they will not do it the way you want it. Yeah. And the mayonnaise just ended on the floor, so <laughs> right. get ready for that. You did do that with the boys. You invited them to help you prepare I did, things. and that, that yeah. can be really challenging for parents <laughs> yeah. because the dishes aren't going to be put away the way you want them to or loaded in the dishwasher the way you want or... Right. Things aren't going to look the way that you intended, but it is also teaching your kids how to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hear the distinction, though, being for a child with quality time, you're dialing into them and what they're feeling as they do something or express something. Well, Danny, not every parent feels like they can show up all the time giving quality time. (laughs) Like, I'm a busy person, or I'm an introvert, or whatever. So for the parent who finds it hard to really just give uninterrupted attention to their child, but that's the child's love language, what do you say? Well, what a great conversation between Dr. Chapman and 
and the dailies. Yes. Uh, great topic. And uh, I really, that's the most frequent one in my home, the quality time piece. Okay. Uh, my wife, my son, uh, both are very high quality timers. I'm up there with quality time. Quality I would say my timers. Daughter. I like quality that. Quality timers. <laughs> and, and the interesting part has been that I've asked them to define what does it mean to be quality time? Because not uh, something that may be quality time for me may not be quality time for my son or my wife. And it's been interesting to hear their definitions. My, my wife says, it's when you just sit with me, you're present with me, we're doing something together that we both enjoy. My son has said, if we build Legos side by side, if we lift weights together, if we um, go for a walk, go for a run, play yeah. basketball together, and my daughter has said, if we draw together, not all of it requires talking. And here we're talking about the introverted parent Figure out what works for both of you and talk with your kids about that. I want to spend quality time with you. What is quality time to you? And here's quality time for me. How can we make that work and make it a, a solution-focused conversation? How do we solve this? I want to spend time with you. Sometimes I just don't have extra words to give. No. <laughs> and I just, yeah. want to, I just want to hang out side by side. What could we do when that happens? Okay, so let, let's just real fast touch on some of these age groups. Your elementary school kid says... I don't know. Mm, that's great. That's great. Then you lead the way. Plan some activities to do together and have them tell you, hey, did this feel like high quality? Sure. And be an observer yeah. of how they're reacting with right. you. Okay. The teenager who says, I don't know. I don't care. Most likely you've seen what they like and you invite them into that. Uh, and you can say, let's do side by side time. Make it Bring the fun into it by... <laughs> okay, I'm so guilty. Yeah. Don't say that. I'm, <laughs> I'm struggling because we've gone through a tough season. It's sort of like fun is the last thing I care about. But yes, 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 I accept, I accept that admonition, be fun. Well, it can begin with just playfulness. That's it. You don't have to create the fun because fun is defined differently by people as well. It's just you bring playfulness, a lightheartedness to the to the t- maybe even a smile that you bring into the room and you say, hey, I'd love to spend some time with you. What do you think we could do? They go, well, I don't know. Hey, I had an idea. How about we do this? What do you think? Ah, oh, no, I don't want to do that. All right, well, let's, then let's try this one and let's see how it goes. Hmm. And know ahead of time if it's something that your child is going to remotely like and then just go, hey, let's just go. It's just going to be like 10 minutes. Let's see how it goes. Let's try it out. Yeah. And many times you'll get the kids uh, playing and wanting to be with you. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned earlier, that time I spent with that one daughter last summer wasn't full of talk, talk, talk. It was a, it was a backpacking trip. And, and so there were moments, uh, extended moments of quiet. It was just the presence, the being with her, uh, doing something really meaningful to her that made it such a valued time for both her and for me. Yeah, John, my daughter the other day said, hey, Dad, will you make whipped body soap with me? And I said, as whipped, long as you... Whipped, whipped body, body soap? soap? And I said, hey, as long as you teach me, I'm all yours. I'll be a student. Can I pick some of the flavors? Can I have a little bit of whipped body soap? And she said, sure, you can make some too. And she was so excited about that, and we did that. And then she said, do you mind if we do a painting soon? Hmm. Can we just do figure out a picture and do a painting? Sure. Let's let's look so for that's something. Definitely and do it. quality time. Those are yeah. quality moments. Yeah. Well, we'll link over to Danny's daughter's online store, her Etsy uh, <laughs> store. Uh, no, we won't. It's, we're not going to go there. But we would want you to know about Dr. Gary Chapman's book, which we do have available here. It's a terrific resource to help you 
really dial into the love languages, all five of them, and process, as I said last time, process kind of where you're at and how you're wired uh, so you can better understand your own child. And we're going to link over to a five love languages quiz to help you determine uh, right off the bat who you are and how you receive love and uh, tend to give it. That's a free quiz. The link is in the episode notes. The book is also linked over uh, in the episode notes. We're making that available uh, for a donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. Make an ongoing contribution to the work here and enable us uh, to do podcasts like this and to make resources, have uh, counselors available to do so much to help you as a parent. Uh, so donate as you can, either a one-time gift or a monthly pledge. And we'll say thanks for being a part of the support team by sending the five love languages of children to you. As I indicated, all the details are in the show notes. Next time, Julie Lavender joins us to share about ways to enjoy traveling with your children. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and our entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Did you know nearly 60% of American adults don't have a will in place? That's a big number, and not having a will can leave a heavy burden for family left behind. If you need a will but don't know where to begin, let Focus on the Family help. Download our resource, 15 Questions to Ask When Preparing a Will. It's our gift to you at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash PrepareMyWill. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com slash PrepareMyWill.